the possible end of pharmaceutical ads. That's our Tuesday topic with Dr. John Halbert. A panel of physicians from the American Medical Association have voted in favor of a ban on what are called direct-to-consumer pharmaceutical ads. They're the ads for individual drugs that are just inescapable if you spend any time watching TV. Dr. John Holberg is a family physician at the University of Minnesota and our regular medical analyst here on All Things Considered. He's back now to talk more about these ads and what the AMA is calling for here. John, it's good to have you back. Hi, Tom. Thanks. So the AMA is calling for a ban on drug ads. Uh, What's their reasoning behind it? I think it's pretty simple. I think they're concerned about the rising costs of both generic and new prescription medications. And indeed, this is something that the American public is concerned about. So uh, it's for good reason. Now, could this ever happen? Do you see it happening? I don't think so. I mean, the uh, pharma is spending about $4.5 billion a year on ads. The AMA has a lobbying uh, side to it, but so does pharma. And these are two colossal giants. And I, you know, even though we are one of two countries in the world, New Zealand is the other country that allows this kind of advertising, I just don't see it going away anytime soon. So there has been some polling about this. There are some numbers from the Kaiser Family Foundation about how this plays out in the clinic with patients. And what does that polling tell us? Well, it shows that about 28% of those polled have asked their clinician about a medication that they saw advertised. So, you know, I'm sure pharma is very happy about that because (laughs) indeed it's working. People are asking about it. And my own experience would tell me that that's true. 12% of those polled actually got the medication. So, you know, it was not... Everyone who's asking gets it, but still, a, a large number of people are actually getting the medication that they asked for. From your perspective, in the clinic, though, what really happens <laughs> day in, day out here? You know, typically, when someone asks me about a medication that they've seen an ad for, um, I don't often know a lot about it. You know, I don't watch television. I gloss over the ads when I look at medical journals. I often don't know a lot about these meds. And and I'm not embarrassed to say that because I frankly don't care. I mean, I, I know that these drugs... <laughs> now, <laughs> now, wait, let me stop you there for just a second because there may be people... People listening who say, well, my doctor should care about the, the latest medications that are out there. So why don't you? Because I'm in primary care, and most of the drugs that are advertised are prescribed by specialists, whether they're you know, a cardiologist or a rheumatologist or an oncologist. So I kind of let them make those decisions. And uh, my experience has been if people do ask me about one of those drugs, and for some reason I think, well, let's go ahead and try it and prescribe it, it's almost never covered right out of the chute. These are brand new meds. Insurance companies are reluctant to cover them. So what would the consequences be of a ban on uh, um, drug ads? Uh, Never mind to the television networks, they'd lose a lot of money. But uh, what would it be like uh, for the medical industry? Well, I think that from the AMA's perspective, um, it would reduce uh, costs of medications. If you're not spending $4.5 billion on advertising, that cost has to go someplace. Um, That could potentially help consumers. If you're on pharma's side, they would say that, well, people are not going to learn about the newest thing that's out there. They may not ask their clinician. They may not get appropriate care. As we are being asked more and more to take more control over our own medical lives, whether that's a health savings account and higher deductibles, isn't there some value, though, as a patient to know what's out there and uh, what uh, drugs are available? You know, of course there is. But I think that if we're trying to have good 
public health campaigns. That needs to come from places like the National Institutes of Health, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, from you know state departments of health to get messages out there. I think that it's you know not a good idea to be pushing the latest, greatest, newest on consumers when there's really no context. And you know, and when you look at those ads too, I mean, it's almost comical. I mean, you know what the drug is, but then the majority of the ad is telling you all the potential side effects right, that are right. there. So it seems to kind of lose some of its power. And sometimes you can't figure out what the actual drug is for <laughs> from the ad. But, and I'm uh, a physician, and I would agree with that. The way this is playing out, especially in headlines, is here. This is doctors banding together the AMA against big pharma, two big groups. Uh, is that how it's playing out? Well, I can see how that is how it appears. But I think the reality is this. I mean, we as a people are so much better off because of good medications available to us for all kinds of conditions. Um, There's just simply no way to um, deny that or play that down. But the reality is that we don't need to be advertising brand new drugs to a population that really doesn't understand what they're for or the context in which they're used. And then you know, asking them to ask their doctors about it, that's where the problem lies. So I think that, you know, um, this shouldn't be seen as medicine or um, the AMA versus pharma. We're all in this together. But I think that there are some controls that can be put into place that would make a lot more sense. Dr. John Holberg is our regular medical analyst here on All Things Considered and a physician in family medicine at the University of Minnesota. Thank you, John, for coming in and talking about the AMA voting for a ban on Pharmaceutical ads. My pleasure, Tom. Thank you.